Hey, girlfriends, welcome to Married and Having Fun. I'm Kathy. I'm 46. I have four children and have been married for 25 years. Woo! I'm Jacynthia, 34, married for six years with three awesome little kiddos. We've been friends for 11 years. On this show, we're talking all things marriage and everything in between. If you know what I mean. Pull up a chair, sit back and relax. This is Married and Having Fun. Hello, hello, hello. I am so excited to be back. Woo! My co-host is not here today. We've had like a crazy few weeks trying to get together, but I am so thankful for Kathy because this chick dropped everything to come help me move one day last week and um, she could only stay for a few, like two hours, but she helped me pack up my kitchen and I'm so thankful to her. Uh, We will be back together soon, as soon as we get some time on our schedules um, and coordinate. But I have my awesome husband here with me today. He is stuck with me in a hotel room because we are in transition. (laughs) Stuck is not the verb I would use, (laughs) but uh, I'm happy to co-host with you today while Kathy moves our stuff. Yep, she's still moving our stuff for us. (laughs) Thank you, Kathy, for helping the other day. Oh, that's a good friend right there. That is a moving good friend. Really sucks. <laughs> sucks so bad. Yes, it does. Um, from now on, I will be hiring people to come and pack it all up and put it in the truck for that's us. That's right. <laughs> and I'm back. I wanted to talk about a few different things today. Of course, sex is on the agenda, but we're gonna save that for the very end. Oh. <laughs> so you have to listen in. But I wanted to talk about transitions today. We have learned quite a bit while we've been in transition. I think every marriage goes through transitions. Now, whether... when you say transition, you mm-hmm. mean moving. So when I think of transitions, I think of life changes. Um, you know, maybe you have been married for a little bit and then you throw some kids in the mix or you, you have a baby or uh, maybe you get a new job. Anytime things shift in your life, it's a transition. And with marriage, if one person is shifting or transitioning, mm. you both got to get used to what's going on. So for us... Our recent transition is um, we had to walk through uh, whether we were going to sell our home, buy a new one, renovate our home. We like went back and forth through that. If you survived 2020, you went through a transition. That Correct. Was, that was, <laughs> see, us, it was, uh, I graduated from school. You mm-hmm. started, you graduated from school. Yeah. You started a new job. Mm-hmm. I changed churches. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a, a lot. Yeah, and we moved into a much more smaller home. Uh, 800 square feet, one bathroom. 862 square feet. With four <laughs> people. Yeah. Yeah. And a dog. And a bird. And a peloton. <laughs> <laughs> but our recent, most recent transition of, you know, having to come together, sell our house, pack up the house, like, do all these things, it... We learned a lot, okay? We didn't kill each other. We're still here. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking because we were actually going through this big transition 
during our second anniversary weekend. When I say second, we have we celebrate two anniversaries. Yeah, right? yeah. People are like, wait, I thought y'all celebrated it on the last episode you spoke on. Go back and listen to it. We shared it. It's a re, uh, a, a throwback. Yeah. And we celebrate two anniversaries: one when we were legally married, and one when we celebrated with family. And yeah. It's just an excuse for us to have fun. Yeah. Go on date night. Mm-hmm. Get a babysitter. Yep. Hit us up if you want to watch our kids tonight. (laughs) So we basically packed up our house, um, packed everything up in a pod, and sold it. And now we are kind of in limbo for 19 days. And we're in a hotel right now, so we we have to kind of figure out what our next moves are going to be. And so I just feel... Even though there was some tension, there was some crying, maybe not so much crying, but it was just heated sometimes. I thought we learned a lot in the transition. Like, honestly, I could write a book on that. Well, we've mentioned it before. Marriage is about problem solving. Actually, we haven't mentioned it on the podcast, but Mm -hmm. when we do marital counseling, Mm -hmm. primarily premarital counseling, you're problem solvers. You're you're a team. Mm -hmm. Uh, And... Part of it has to be um, letting go of your own problem-solving skills. Like, I think individually you're a very good problem-solver, honey. Mm -hmm. Individually, I'm a very good Mm problem-solver. And we both have different visions when we approach a problem. Mm -hmm. We have different solutions. But uh, one, you know, you're you're only half of a person until you find your soulmate. And so you have to kind of quiet the other side of that. I honestly... Sorry, but I don't agree with that. Soulmates. Um, uh, I agree. No, I agree with soulmates. I don't agree with uh, being half until you find the other. Because I how dare you disagree? (laughs) I know on a podcast, right? But I want to say this is that I do understand what you're saying because you you feel like I bring a lot of things to your life and help complete complete you i i totally get that language <laughs> the thing that you disagree is that i don't do that to you <laughs> no, no 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 i don't want people i think that one of the biggest misconceptions and i was talking to a friend about this with marriage is that we honestly need to uh make it um normalize actually getting whole before you get married and I think, like, we need to be doing therapy. We of need course. to work on yeah. ourselves because, you know, it's all cute and good when you're in love and you think that those things are cute and funny. Yeah. But, like, when you come together as a union and you still have, like, selfish ways and you're still, like, not a whole person or carrying baggage from the past, which affects how you treat your spouse, it is not fun. Okay? And so... I like when you say that language, I know what you mean, but when you say that language, I automatically think, oh my gosh, we need to normalize coming to coming into a marriage whole. Let me let me clarify then. Oh, I know. Go ahead. Well, and I'm also going to exhibit how our entire move and any transition life has been. It's been conversations like this. (laughs) No, uh, when I say like two half persons becoming one flesh, as scripture would put it. I'm talking about you are you you have gifts and I have gifts and for example 
there's not a birthday party in your family or a birthday in your family and in mine that you fail to recognize, that you fail to send a card to, that you fail to say, hey, it's your brother's birthday and I forgot my own brother's birthday and haven't done anything for it. And you're like, you need to send him a gift. I'm very good planning like for uh, looking at the long-term picture of mm-hmm. where our family needs to go. And so we've taken these two pieces of a, of, of a very necessary person and put them together. And we, they're, they're our strengths. Yeah. But sometimes those overlap and we argue. And Correct. we get into difficult transition periods. So mm-hmm. that's all I'm saying. So I'm going to randomly pick on, on this list uh, three things that these are things that I jotted down that we've learned in the transition because I was doing some reflecting. Okay. And I do want to say to the listeners, it is whenever you go through a big life transition, I think it's good to plan before the transition happens. If you're getting a new job, if you're doing something that requires more of you, if you're having a baby, if you're whatever it is, I think it's always good to sit down with your partner and figure out who's playing what role. It doesn't mean that when you get in it, it's going to be easier because we all still have like different emotions that come up and different things and we feel certain ways and you got to deal with that stuff. But it does make it a little bit easier to say, hey, remember we had this conversation Mm -hmm. where, uh, you know, we do that. We knew this would happen. We knew this would happen. Right. So let's like see how we can get back on that plan or revamp the plan of what we need to do. So I think it's good to have the conversations before. And then after, I think it's good to do some reflecting and to see what went well, what you could have been, what you can improve on. I don't so much uh, when like this reflecting that I did over this transition period, I was really reflecting on my piece of it, what I could have done better. I wasn't I wasn't like my husband could do this or da da da. I you know I don't do that. Yeah, you have to um, be sure to be humble and ensure that you're not picking on someone else's faults. Right. So um, I'm just picking three random things here. Okay. First one that comes to mind off this list is it's so silly to argue. Stupid. Yeah. And in parentheses, I have just pray about it. Mm. Like, it's so silly to argue. Just pray about it. We've had some arguments like through it's this transition. Ego. Again, humility. It's, it's so ego. Yeah. And it's funny because like one of the things we were arguing about was... We're in a waiting period because we want to get like better interest rate and a and a lower um, down, payment. down payment, and we were like, oh, we should I I was like, we should have went with this lender and we should have done this and da 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 da, and then like an email comes and it's after like our argument. after our argument, our silly little argument, it's like yeah, you're approved for the amount you wanted, right? You and it's like, oh, we could have just saved, saved the energy Breath. and the time. Yeah, and Emotion. the breath. <laughs> and just prayed about it and like not even had have had to have that argument. Like it's so silly. All right. What else did you learn? Um boom boom boom. Let's see. Uh be quick to listen, slow to speak. Hmm. And I'm, so let me tell you in parentheses. <laughs> let me tell you. In parentheses, this is what I have in parentheses, and you're going to like this, actually. I said, my husband my husband actually came up with 20K in a pinch. I was highly impressed, 
And now I know he's capable and I'm not the only genius. Just kidding. But I used to be the only one who would figure out how to get our family's needs met. But it was really because that's the position I put myself in. So I was always like, whenever we needed something, whenever anything financial needed to happen, I would always be like, okay, we could uh, save this money. We could do this, use this, get this out, blah, blah, blah. And like run my brain crazy. But now I know that you are so capable and I can relax a little bit. Yeah, and the funny thing is, too, because you you don't practice it, but you are a real estate agent, and <laughs> for us to be competitive in this market, we needed, she didn't describe this, but we needed a 20K to be really aggressive with the bids coming in. So mm-hmm. I was like, this is a good house. We can do this. We have money here, here, here. Um, but And I also saw that if you are motivated, you can make it happen, too. Yeah, that's uh-huh. right. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna use I'm gonna put that in the wisdom bank. Busted. <laughs> uh, last one I want to share before we move on to sex. Uh, Is have sex and transition. <laughs> <laughs> it would help. I mean, it does. You need to relax. And anyway, we'll talk about sex later. Uh, oh, I actually want to say two. One of them was to. Um, on big projects, let one person take the lead or assign things. That's so good. Yeah. We we figured that out in the middle of the transition. It really helped. It was like, and oh, and I do want to say this. Once you assign roles, mm-hmm. let them do it. If somebody's taking the lead, let them do it. Even if they make a mistake. So important. It's okay. Yeah. You can readjust. Oh, you know, I thought about that the other day. Cause, cause you, so you messed up in one of your assignments. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like I think my wife and I are just picturing us like taping up boxes and stuff. Like <laughs> there's a hole in this box, but this applies to anything. Yeah. But there was something that my wife messed up with, mm-hmm. and I kind of felt the Holy Spirit be like, just encourage her, mm-hmm. just say you got it next time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about boxes. I'm not even gonna tell yeah. you what it is. But like that's what you needed to hear. Yeah. Rather than being like you could have done it this way. Yeah. There's no use in going back. Right. Right. So that's, yeah, um, big projects, let one person take the lead or assign roles. And then the last one is I have that I'm going to share. There's many on the list, but this is the last one I'm going to share. Give thanks often. Uh, When your partner is trying, take notice and say thank you. Hmm. You know, there were many times in the transition where I was just like super tired, could barely get out of bed um, because I'm a Jamaican and I have 10 jobs. Uh, but I, I mean, I don't have 10 jobs, but I do a lot. But you are Jamaican. Um, <laughs> um, but there were times where you would bring me breakfast in bed or you make the coffee or, you know, do different things. And I was thankful. I know sometimes it felt like I wasn't thankful because my brain was already like. Yeah, and your words were like, give me that damn coffee. But. Um, I made sure that when I did level out that I came to you and hugged you and said thank you and you know there I just wanted I took the time to appreciate you and what you were doing. Mm. So um don't and, forget to do that for your spouse. And for me, that was me swallowing ego too, because like I almost wanted to pour coffee on you one morning rather than <laughs> coffee. And so I had to just kind of bite my lip, biting your lip, holding your breath. 
like these are very important things. I had yeah. a vice president at a company I used to work for saying breathing is underrated. <laughs> Take a breath. And I went and washed dishes, and then you came up behind me and was like, thank you for doing so much. Yeah, you did great. You know, when I was like taking down big trampolines and stuff, you were, I, I needed your more meticulous kind of help with our move. Mm -hmm. But again, we're not just talking about like packing boxes and stuff. We're talking about big things, little things, anything. Mm -hmm. Be grateful and communicate gratefulness mm -hmm. to your spouse. Yeah. So biggest thing with transitions, take some time before the transition to plan, talk with your spouse, talk it out, figure out what you're doing, what you need, what each person needs. And then after the transition, debrief by yourself, figure out what you could have done better, what you did wrong, and talk with your spouse about that too. Now, moving on to SEX, okay? I can't have the man on here and not talk about sex. Well, this was about to be a conversation we were having yeah, off and I was like, line, <laughs> and then she said, oh, stop talking, this could be a podcast. <laughs> so I want to settle this debate here, okay? Um... We just had incredible sex, okay? And Sorry, I often <laughs> I often ask my community, you know, are you guys having sex? Are you having good sex? And if you're not, you need to figure out how you can, okay? Um, but we, uh, you know, you made the comment that, oh, I enjoy sex so much more when you enjoy it like when you are there and in it and all that and I'm like okay well for me I'm like the mood was right we were alone we we're at a hotel we're you know I could I haven't really fully started work yet all those things I want to know and, I, and so my comment to you was well it's would you prefer quality or quantity now if you have been a listener on our show you know that my husband prefers qua quantity no i do but i don't my mind's telling me no oh my gosh but my body body's telling me yes so i have this battle seven years in people yeah. all right um seven years in i can still sing or <laughs> what <laughs> no but i do have that 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 very real voice of my body and my mind saying like yeah your wife doesn't want to have sex with you right now mm -hmm. don't pursue her it's gonna and it's not that and here's the thing for me and I, I want men to understand this because I feel like a lot of women are this way you when women have a lot like for me I'm just gonna talk for me when I have a lot going on it's very hard for me to de like take everything off my mind and yeah. like really truly be there for sex doesn't mean that my body doesn't need it or I'm not attracted to you but um there are many times throughout let's use yesterday for example that I was like oh he's so cute he's like look at his muscles he's carrying these boxes he's doing this he's doing that and I was attracted to you it doesn't mean it that I'm we like put the box down and we just locked the door that's your view no I'm just talking <laughs> No, my, my view is this, like, I'll be attractive throughout the day, or I'll do what I need to do, so that when we get to, like, 10 o'clock, and them kids are asleep, and the house is quiet... I'm tired. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> but I, I do think there, there there comes a point in your day when you need to program yourself 
to put stuff away. Now, it's hard for you and it's hard for me when your life is your career, your ministry, your calling. Like mm-hmm. You're thinking podcasts, you're thinking retreats, you're thinking church, you're thinking family. And it's not like um, you're a waitress, you know, where you're like, <laughs> you work from nine to five and you're not thinking about, man, I could have brought those coconut shrimp appetizers out easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not recapping in such a way, but you're constantly probably, I don't know, um, not being able to turn your brain off when you clock out, so to say. Mm-hmm. So you need to find a way to do that. Well, I can't tell you what you need. Let me ask you, can you do that? Well, my way can of... Can you clock so out? For me, I prefer, like <clears throat> you said, I would me. prefer quality. Oh, yeah. But I'm down for quantity, if that's what you need, but if you got to know, quantity is not going to be as great as quality. I know that. Okay. So, so just tell me to go play Madden. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can accept that, but that is a debate. So I would like to encourage, uh, you know, the listeners to talk with their spouse over dinner and ask them, would you, because this could be a conversation that's in code and the kids wouldn't even know. Yeah. So you'd be like, would you prefer quality or quantity in the bedroom? Mm. And if it's quality, then you probably need to build it into your schedule <laughs> on a regular. Okay. For us, it's we'll going to be. a way to do that daily. You cannot have quantity daily. I just you don't think in the bedroom. Daily. Quality. You could have quantity daily. But you cannot have quality See, daily. I don't know. I'm a visionary. Not the way my life is set up. I know. Well, we... Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe a good code name for quantity would be oil change. Like, it's just maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> What's a quality metaphor you could use? Like, oh, boy. victory lane. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So this isn't getting solved today. I think it can be. What? Tell me. You can't do quality every day. Say the circumstances were perfect. Say we lived on a beach on an island. And, and had no kids? Yeah. I mean, we can't do anything with about our kids, but if that were the case. I guess you could. If we had an au pair. Okay. So will someone who listens to this podcast give us an island with an au pair living <laughs> on it? <laughs> I think it's possible. I really do. Right. I You've seen me put Keep it this striving for it. Put it this way. You've seen me have a long, long day. And at 9.30 30 at night, I'm cooking, like, chicken wings, like, mm-hmm, And I'm ready to go sandwich. to bed. But I have earned that meal. Yeah. And I'm going to eat, like, it's... But we're talking about us as a unit, not you as an individual. Mm. But you need to eat, baby. I will go to bed hungry. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a debate. Yeah. Anyway, this would be a good comments to see what people say. Yes, I am excited. I just posted this in the community. I'm excited to see what the women say. But ask your husband: Would he prefer quality over quantity? And make a plan. What would you prefer? <sighs> you said quality earlier. I said quality. I would prefer quality over quantity because I just feel like quantity sometimes becomes like exercise. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. It's, for it's, me, it's singular. it's singular. For you, for me, your quantity means like we're having sex every day, well, and that's over. That's a little bit wait, overwhelming to me. I would wait three days for quality. Oh, I would, it would be so worth it. I would just build up 
a thirst. <laughs> you don't need to build up a thirst. <laughs> we need to turn this podcast no, off. <laughs> no, no. We're going to figure this thing out. <laughs> so that's the question. Ask your spouse. Quality versus quantity. Oil change for victory lane. Oh, boy. Um, Go with NASCAR. I hope course. everyone <laughs> is doing well. Check in with your spouse on your marriages. And um, we will see you next time. Kathy and I will be back very, very soon. Not if she's not done packing for us. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. If you liked today's episode, hit the like and subscribe button. You can find us on Instagram at Married and Having Fun. We'll be sharing cute photos of our husbands and all the things about marriage. Till next time, keep having fun.